Hey guys, welcome to the Provokers Podcast, where we talk about things you probably should too. Today I am joined by my co-hosts. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? No. Alright. Okay, well, well I, you I do. I'm, uh, I'm Ethan, otherwise known as Flabzuxy Gaming on YouTube. And I'm, okay. uh, I guess I'll introduce myself. I'm John, also known as Jubin's on... You better fucking introduce yourself, I swear. I was, just then. You didn't have to be. I'm watching you. Uh, well, I, I, you can find me on Twitch. Basically, what I was, I was going for. Cool. All right, so we should start off with a little bit of small talk. So, uh, how's been going, guys? Over the past week or so. Well, for them, it, for us, it's like two weeks. I guess for them, it's also two weeks. So, over two weeks, how has it been? Oh, um. I've been doing a lot of work, really, because I have uh, I've been doing a, a lot of work behind the scenes, and I've been doing a lot of work for my season six finale that's coming up in March. I think the very beginning of March. Uh, essentially, if you've been following my channel, then you might know of uh, and the ARG that I have. It's uh, if, if you don't know what an ARG is, I don't really know how to explain it to you. But essentially, it's a big mystery that people can solve, and I've been doing it for about six seasons now, which it's ten weeks per season. So, uh, I guess do the math yourself. Um, but we've been doing it for a while now, and season six is coming to a close around, like I said, I don't know the specific day yet, I just know it's the very beginning of March, and I'm doing a big big show essentially for it this time, so we're going to see how that works, but I've been doing a lot of work on that, I've been working with a lot of people to help with that as well, and then just YouTube stuff, I guess, uh, you know, going to do some recordings, like there's a lot of games uh, that I'm going to be, that I want to do this year, so I'm working with people to do those. Um, luckily John's a Twitch streamer, so he, he's really open to anything. Um, but yeah, other than that, not really much, I guess. I, I like to keep people up to date, especially, um, and I guess, I think, uh, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but there's this dude that was on YouTube or TikTok, one of the two, and he was trying to get a hug from Elon Musk. That was his, like, main goal or whatever he was doing, um, and he, he, like, recorded every day, I think. He was like, oh, this is day 12 or whatever. And he kept doing it. And I think, I can't remember the total amount of days it took him. But he would, like, constantly stand outside Tesla headquarters or Twitter headquarters, whatever it was, uh, to try and get a hug from him. And apparently he succeeded, apparently. People, everyone kept telling him, no, that's not going to happen. He's not going to recognize you or whatever. And uh, apparently it did happen. I think it was day 50 or something. Mm -hmm. Not exactly, but something, something around there. Um and then, yeah, I just, I just find that it's, it's, it's basically like internet news. I don't know what else, I mean, there's lots of controversial stuff going on. I'm not going to talk about that crap, but like the, the cool stuff I, I like to talk about. And that's the, that's really the only cool thing that's happened on the internet for a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll let John say what's going on with him. Yeah. I've been, uh, just doing, doing Twitch, playing, playing games, Doing a lot of challenges. I've literally like almost completely stopped doing casual places on like when it's just me instead of a co-stream, because it's hard for me to stay focused on casual places. So I've just, yeah. just been doing a lot of challenges, really. Also, it's here to challenge yourself, so maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all with you, John? You're usually pretty boring, so. You know. oh, wow. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything because, uh, you know, respect the host and all that good stuff. 
Well, you know, this one time I'll let you say something. Go ahead. All right, well, that's a trap. That's a trap. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're a trap. You know what? I, I got nothing, nothing bad that. to say. You're, you're all good. You're, you're, you're great. You get a free pass this one time, Ethan. You too. I, I don't, I don't, agree. I don't think you're telling the truth there. Yeah, I'm telling the truth. If I'm giving Ethan a free pass, you're getting one too. I, I never need to use that free pass unless you're in like interrupting me, then I might, but at, at the right moment, not really. Well, at the square moment in time and throughout the episode, you have a free pass, Ethan. All right, good to know. Don, would you like to see? Uh, I'll, I'll save my free pass for later, you know, when it's <laughs> all right. But we'll see how that goes. I hope you use it. Anyway, speaking about the uh fucking gaming stuff that's going on our topic for today is games we are looking forward to i believe as tradition with this podcast is the host usually says something first so for me one of the games i have been really looking forward to and i cannot wait to play is uh the hogwarts legacy game like i don't know if you guys have seen the ads for it or Anything like that, but I've been following it for the past couple of months. Mainly because ever since I was a kid, there were, I've always wanted a uh, game where you could just go to Hogwarts and kind of make your own little story out of it. And well, after how many years of the books being out and the movies, it's finally happening. Yeah, I mean, that, that it, from the trailers, it does look pretty interesting. I will say, uh, yeah. folks, your hero, you know, that's that's about it. But I, I also have that on is my list. Is she in production of that anymore? Is she still getting a cut out of that? I kind don't of stuff? think so. I think she is well, so far removed that she just was like, here, I'll take some of your money to let you make the game, and that was it. Yeah, I think what happened was they probably just paid her just so they could use it, and that was but it. But it funded her, though, technically, didn't it? Because th- there's like, I technically like it's hard to avoid Harry Potter in general because yeah. like I, I even before the controversy with her I never really liked Harry Potter I just wasn't that type of kid I didn't grow up with it right. but like like for example if anytime you get, go to Disney for example right apparently she gets a cut out of every ticket sale because she has she's she's the Harry Potter person right so of course she gets a cut and like to boycott D- Disney like imagine trying to boycott Disney or something like that like you cannot do that. They are everywhere. There's three companies that run the world. It's Amazon, Google, and Disney. Those are really the core three. So, like, to try and boycott an entire company, because, like, I saw Hogwarts Legacy was coming out, and I'm like, that seems cool, but I really don't want to support her any more than I already have. Right. Um, but I guess if she's already kind of removed from it, I, I can give it a chance. I don't know. Is it, like, an open world thing? I have, I have not, I'm not the only person here that has not seen a single ad for it, because I have right. literally never seen this game before. Well, from what I'm reading about it, it's, um, a open world action RPG. So, oh god, it's an it's MMORPG. Yeah, uh, I'm a bit skeptical. Yeah. I'm a bit skeptical. Like, because it could be good, it could be bad. So I'm trying not to have my expectations that high. Right. But I don't know. Lately, open world action RPGs have not been that great. So we'll have to see how this goes. Yeah, I I've tried MMORPGs. I I'm gonna try one this year because I always like to try new things. 
that's always a thing that I've always done is whether it be food, games, I don't care. I, I like to try new things. But like I've tried MMORPGs and my goodness, they they really it, it's usually the companies that suck too. Like I'm gonna call it Genshin Impact because I think they're awful. Like the game is not that fun. The company is absolutely terrible. And it's just like I tried it. And it's like oh my, I refuse to play it on my channel. Like people were asking for, it, I'm like sorry, that's not gonna happen because I just refuse to respect developers that don't deserve to be respected. For example, Poppy Playtime, right? Those guys are. I mean. I'm not going to group all of them because I think I've been told there's a lot of good people that work over there, mm-hmm. but like the, the main showrunner or whatever is a douchebag. Right. right. And I just, I just refuse to support him. I'm sorry. And you know, I, that's just how my morals work. And if, if you are a company that made, that's like, that's part of a shit developer, I'm sorry, but I really don't want to support him. Right. Whereas like Hogwarts, you know, if, if she's completely out of the picture, that'd be nice. Um, so we'll see. I, I have to look into that actually because I don't know if I trust the internet's take on it. Mm-hmm. But like, if I look into it and I find out she's connected, I probably won't try it. Yeah, that's fair. I think the yeah. like I have no issue with the game and like because I'm likely gonna play it myself. But I would I totally understand people who are, don't want to support it because of who J.K. Rowling is as a person, and. I just think when when it gets too far is when people are like you shouldn't play the game because I don't like the person. Yeah, no, that yeah, don't yeah, don't listen to my opinion. If you want to play the game, apps go ahead. No one's stopping you. But don't 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 not play it because I said I, I'm not gonna play it. Right. Play it because play it or don't play it because you want to. That is a your decision. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if it's it's Hogwarts Legacy, it sounds like a big game. Is it going to be planned to be like sixty dollars like normal games are? Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. It is $60. Okay, so it's the price of a normal game. And uh, if you have a job, then it probably is not too much for you. But if you don't have a job like me and John do, $60 ain't, you know, it's not cheap. Right. So spend your money wisely. I would look into the game beforehand. Um, if you're like me, though, and you don't, and you're, you want to see first if she's connected, then I would look it up. Because um, I'm not going to spend time looking it up right now. But I think uh, if she's fully removed, like 100%, then mm-hmm. I probably would give it a chance. Because, it, you know... I don't care about the story, probably. I wouldn't care about the like the characters. I would probably just care more about the overall experience of it. Right. That's to me what games are, is the overall experience. Like There's games where I played where the story is absolutely god-awful, but I just play it because it's a good experience, you know? Yeah. For me, with this game, it's, uh, I don't really care too much about the whole if the author is in the game or not. I, mm-hmm. I can be not bothered by that at all. I'm concerned about is a studio that made it because it's Warner Bros. games, and to my knowledge, I don't think they've really made a whole lot of games up until this. They made um the new Batman game, Gotham Knights, which has mixed reviews, I believe. Didn't Warner yeah. Bros. also make at least one Mortal Kombat game? Maybe. I, I think so. I swear oh. there's like a Warner Bros. account on the, the Mortal Kombat X or something. I'm not entirely sure about that. Either way, but, I, I don't. That's not a company that I follow. The main companies I follow are Ubisoft because I think they make excellent games. Um, I think I hate to group Nintendo into one entity, but I'd say Nintendo. Mm. And then uh, I, I guess Steel Wool. I just hope they don't make the same mistake they did with Security Breach and push it out, even though the community didn't deserve it. Yeah. Um, I keep up with Toby Fox. He's the creator of Undertale and Deltarune. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not many, I guess there's not many people I keep, keep up with, but like 
Warner Bros. I know I just don't keep up with that often because I, I've, I've, there's never been a game where I'm like, ooh, I've been by Warner Bros. Like I can't, really, right. can't really name anything. Yeah. See, I don't really follow games unless they catch my attention. Once they catch catch my attention, that's when I start watching the ads and shit just to see. Like, okay, so this potentially something I want to spend like money I just got on Friday yeah. on like. It's a fun money game. I want to make sure I'm gonna get my money for a thing. I do my research. Right. Wait, and if you, if especially if you're making your money yourself, like it's hard-earned money and stuff, you got to make yeah. sure that you're, like you said, you're spending it wisely. Like you're gonna get the, you're gonna essentially make your money back, but not like physically. You're not gonna make money back out of it, but like yeah. you're gonna make your time worth it, you know. And yeah. games like Minecraft and like all that. I've bought Minecraft and Undertale. At least fifteen times each. Like right. I'm, I'm not even joking about that. I've given Toby and uh, not technically Microsoft, but Mojang, at least five hundred dollars each. <laughs> like I, I bought like Undertale on all of my systems. I bought Minecraft on all of my systems, like twice. And so it's just like I've given them so much of my money. But that's because I those games I felt like every single time I got my money back essentially. Um, and that's those are the games I like to follow too. It's like if I if I really if it really catches my attention, I like to keep up with them. Same here. That's honestly that's really how I've followed games ever since I was younger. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, enough about that. I think it's time for one of you guys to go. <laughs> right. uh, well, I'm gonna say think... mine before John steals it because um, I I don't know if he plays this or has played the other games, but uh, I'm really excited about Minecraft Legends. I think because I. I didn't get the whole, oh, Minecraft, like, the, everyone I've talked to that's, like, a Minecraft fan is like, oh, Minecraft Dungeons sucks. I've played Minecraft Dungeons, and it's like, there's a couple frustrating parts, I definitely agree. But, like, I don't get the whole hate train behind it. I think people just hate games because they want to. I don't think they particularly hate it because the game is bad. I think they just, they start a train like that, and then people just follow along because, like, they had a bad experience with it or something. Because I've played it, and it's not that bad at all. And looking at Minecraft Legends, the graphics are like they look cute and stuff. I'm not too big on I'm not too big of a graphics person anyway. But the the overall atmosphere of it looks really cool. And the I love the idea of like the Nether taking over the overworld. That's like a super cool gimmick that I kind of like. Um, I've actually sort of done that in uh, like survival worlds before. So it's like it's cool to see it becoming an actual game story. Um, and just the uh, I think there was an open beta coming soon that I'm definitely going to join into. And it's a, it's like it's a game that really looks really cool. I just hope it lives up to the hype because Security Breach also looked really cool until it wasn't. So I'm just hoping, you know, not to use Security Breach as like a catchphrase, but I hope it doesn't become like Security Breach mm-hmm. because it looks really cool. The ga- the gimmick sounds really cool, and then the actual gameplay looks really fun too. And that you can like you can befriend creepers. Like never in a world would I have th- th- thought that was gonna happen. Um, and you kind of use like the animals and the mobs around you to riot against the piglins. It's like it's super cool. Um, and I've always loved like the new bosses and stuff. Like Minecraft Dungeons had so many cool bosses that Minecraft doesn't have. Like Minecraft only has the Ender Dragon, the Wither, and I guess technically speaking, the Warden. Other than that, there's not really many bosses. And if you play Minecraft Dungeons, you come across a boss almost every other level, and I think it's really cool. And so I'm hoping Minecraft Legends lives up to that hype as well. Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to hold it to such a standard like Noah said, where it's like, if I play it and it sucks, or like, or sorry, it doesn't have to suck, but if I play it and it doesn't live up to the expectations, you'll be disappointed. So I'm trying to keep it modest, but it's still like a game that I'm really excited for because I've, I've loved the Minecraft franchise as a whole. 
Like I like I said, I played Minecraft 15 times, bought it 15 times. Um, I've played Dungeons at this point. I haven't been Dungeons, but I've played it. And so, you know, I think it's a game that I'm really excited for. So, yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't hear about some of the features that would be coming with that game, but now that I've heard some of them, that does sound really cool. Like, I never thought in Minecraft I would ever be able to befriend a creeper because I always kill him. Yeah. Well, and I think it's multiplayer, too. I think just like all Minecraft games, I think it's multiplayer. So, Mm. um, you know, it's uh, just like Dungeons is multiplayer. I think it's kind of like Dungeons and the idea you have to join, like, a lobby. um, Instead of, like, you're joining a server, you're joining a lobby, which is a little bit different. Um, But I just hope the multiplayer features work uh, because in Dungeons they weren't that great. But uh, I just hope, I like, I like to think they're going to learn from Minecraft Dungeons. Because like I said, there were a couple things in Dungeons that's like, that's an interesting design choice. Or that's an interesting choice they made there. Um, for example, one of the multiplayer features, if you're playing local, for example, the camera will follow uh, someone that's like leaving the group. So it's not following the main group. Like, let's say you're playing with four people. If three people are going north and one person's going south, it will, for some reason, follow the person going south. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, huh. I think Mario games do that, unfortunately, too. But it's just like, I'm hoping they're going to learn from Minecraft Dungeons and change those things. But like I said, the idea that the, the nether is taking over the overworld, that's such a cool idea. Um, and of course, obviously, the animations and stuff look really cool. So it's, it's being hyped up a lot. I just hope it lives to the expectation. Right. Yeah. Hopefully it does. We can, for now, I think we just have to wait and see. That's fair. Yeah. Unfortunately, but well, that's what we got to do. All right, John, with your little lame ass, have you got anything? Yeah, I got um the so this is the sequel to one of my favorite games. Uh, the, the game that's coming out is Jedi Survivor. It's a Star Wars game. It I have tried to avoid trailers because sometimes trailers can like give too much of the game. Like I I don't want spoil mm. story spoilers, and sometimes they try to reveal a bit of the story in trailers and I, I just personally don't like that so i've been avoiding but the what the gameplay trailers that i've seen look like it's it's pretty good pretty similar to the um last game that came out and pretty excited for it it did get delayed by like a month but i'm not too worried about that i can wait i don't have the money to pay for it now so Yeah, with uh, Security Breach, for example, I did not watch a single trailer because mm. I refused. YouTube tried to give me some, but I'm like, no, stay away. I do not want. Right. Um, I think uh, there's another game that I did that with too, but I just remember Security Breach. Like, I never looked at a single trailer. I wanted the full experience. You know, the experience may not have been good, but, you know, I wanted the full experience because um, I knew that the trailers, and I, after I played the game, I watched back and look at the trailers. I'm like, I wouldn't have been as scared with like that for example the moon dude like that that guy's terrifying mm-hmm. if i had saw him in the trailers and been like huh well that guy's there then i wouldn't have probably been as scared during his main scene in the daycare you know so yeah i try to avoid trailers too if it's a game series i enjoy right i know some people are like as soon as the trailer comes out they do like deep dive uh frame by frame out frame by frame analysis of the, <laughs> of the trailer i'm just like dude it's not that serious you're calling out someone here, John? Not anyone in particular. Yeah. It's just like a thing a lot of people online do. Oh. Well, I got. Right. It's usually it's usually the theorist community, which I'm a part of, because I like 
I'm a person that like looks deeply into things, even if it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I uh, I don't some theorist communities. I'm not a big fan of, but uh, there's there's a couple. I'm not gonna name names, but like there's a couple that I really enjoy. Um, because like like some uh, theorist communities, like they'll point something out and then not really back it up. It's like, what's the point? Like, if you got to have some form of evidence, you know, you can't just say, oh, well, this person's going to die just because I feel like it. And that's not yeah. really a theory, is it? Like, at, at the very most, that's a prediction, sure, but it's yeah. not a prediction right. based off of evidence. No, it's yeah. just it's just an opinion you have. But, like, I guess I'll name names because I'm not saying it in a bad way. Um, but like the MadPats four, it's almost four channels now. I don't know what his fourth one is, but it's like they're doing their three channels or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't watch film theory because I'm not a huge fan of just movies. Right. Um, and then the game theory, I watched a couple times if it's a game I like, but food theory mainly. And uh, like I like the he brings actual anecdotal anecdotal evidence and stuff like that. He does make predictions here and there, but he'll he'll tell you it's a prediction and say that there's not much evidence for it. And so yeah. he's like more for. Uh, straightforward with things but like i've been to a couple other theorist people and they're just like i think this will happen and then they say nothing else and they'll move on to the next point mm. so yeah see i like uh theorist communities like any guy into them when i found MatPat, mainly just game theory and food theory even though sometimes some of the theories for food theory are a bit ridiculous but i still enjoy them because they're a fun community and yes well, sometimes and- no, you know, I was just gonna say that I think that some people take it too seriously, and so when someone makes something that's like obviously a joke, and then people are like, "Oh, th- that doesn't make any sense," it's like, but they, yeah. he wasn't trying to make sense, <laughs> like, because I, I mean, again, I'm not, uh, I'm not super involved in Matt Pat's fan base or whatever, um, but I, like, I'll, I'll read through a couple comments and people are like, "That doesn't make any sense," because this is here. It's like this was clearly a joke and a pun that you just didn't get. And so, I don't know, I think people take some theories too seriously, but I think if you actually watch it and listen to their evidence, it's like, oh, that could be possible. Now, you know, the game creator probably didn't intend that, because MetPet says a lot of things I don't think the creators intended, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. it's just kind of funny that, uh, you know, that he pointed something out. But, like, he'll say a couple things, and I'm like, wow. Even if that wasn't intentional, well, that's crazy. You know, so. But I just think some people take things too seriously. Yeah. I can agree with that because um, I remember there was a video I saw from MatPat where his community took a theory of his a little too serious and they ended up calling like real restaurants and shit and asking about something that has nothing to do with it. So I do agree that sometimes the community goes a little too far with theories. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's why I said earlier that like, I'm not like Johnson. I'm not a person that's going to go into a trailer and be like, ooh, I gotta pick this apart. No, I don't care. And usually yeah. I don't watch the trailer anyway. If it's a game that I don't care about, like, um, well, not that I don't care about it, like a game that like I haven't really heard of much or I don't follow the community at all. Like, for example, unfortunately, apparently it had a case of the security breach, but like the Caliesto protocol or something, whatever it was called, that game was huh? super hyped up. They spent so much money on the advertisements and stuff. It, the graphics looked super cool. The story sounded dramatic. Um, and so I was, I, w- I would watch the trailers then, but if it's a game like, um, what, I mean, I'm trying to think what would be coming out soon. Nothing really, but if like a new Ubisoft game, like I, f- I follow the Far Cry series, for example. Um, and if Far Cry 7, it won't come out for a long time, but Far Cry 7, I probably wouldn't watch any trailers on. 
just because I want to get the full experience. Especially if it's a horror game, I want the full scary mm-hmm. experience. I love I love being scared shitless. So I want to not watch any trailers, or if I do watch trailers, it's just to see if it's appropriate for my channel and stuff like that. But I usually don't dissect them and be like, "Ooh, this person has red. That means they're gonna die." No. Yeah. So. All right, so I think it's back to the host on this one. It is back to you. Yeah. All right. So the balls in your court. Yeah, I'm aware. Uh, one of one of the games I'm actually very excited for because I never thought this was gonna happen, and I didn't really feel like it was necessary. But now that it is happening, I'm actually decently excited for it. Uh, the game that is coming out is Dead Island 2. When I was younger, I played a lot of the first Dead Islands, which came out, I think, like, 2012 or something like that. And it was a good game. It was alright for what it was at the time. And now we're getting this new one that I actually have seen in the trailer. It looks very good. I just can't wait to see how it's actually going to be and if it's going to live up to how the first one was. Right. But it's, it's just one of those games I can't wait for. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. Plus, I'm not a huge graphics guy, but just from the trailer, the graphics actually look pretty great. Like, there's a lot of zombie games out there, like uh, Dead Rising and shit like that. And the graphics are okay with those, so they've kind of gone downhill. But with this, it actually looks really good. Like, it almost looks like a movie. Huh. Yeah. So, just one of those games, I cannot wait to see how it goes. Yeah. Do I have much to say on that one, personally? Because I, I never played the original, so... Yeah. But yeah, first one was good. Yeah, let's see how this is. And overall, it's just. It's mainly because I just grew up with the first one, and that's mainly why I'm excited for it. Right. The only thing that fucking sucks is it's uh, only available to buy if you have Xbox Series X, which I do not. Right. Oh, it's an exclusive. Uh, no, it's just one of those ones that's optimized for the next-gen consoles. Oh. Yeah, which has been happening a lot recently, which fucking sucks for me and anyone else has last-gen consoles. I have an old Xbox One. It wasn't even the newer Xbox Ones. It's an old Xbox One. Like, I got it in, like, 2000... What was it, 2009 or something? Whatever year it was. And, like, it's it's holding up. I had to buy a new uh, thing for it, but it's holding up. And I still yeah. use it. I just uh, with PS4, for example, I did, like for a while. I'm probably not gonna care about the next gen unless something comes out that I really want to play. But it would have right. to be something that's like itching my fancy or something because usually I don't. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, reminded me of a game, so thank you for that. Actually, I didn't even know there's Xbox Ones that came out back in like 2009. It's the one oh, I've what? got is. Been newer than yours, but almost just well. As whatever old. year it was, it was like the first year they came out or whatever. That's when I got one because my dad had bought one because he we both had Xbox 260s, and he I had told him for Christmas I wanted an Xbox One, 
he didn't get it for me for Christmas, but he got it for me for Easter, I think, uh, which was not too long after. So it's uh, it's like I said, it's holding up all these years. So I'm going to keep it until it does. Yeah. That's basically what I'm doing with mine. So mine is about a few years newer than yours. Uh, well, how much are the Xbox Series X or whatever? Aren't they like 300 or 400 like the PS5 you're thinking, is? You're thinking the Xbox Series S. That is uh, $200 to $300. Meanwhile, the one I'm trying to get is the Xbox Series X, and that's about five to $600. Yeah, the, the prices for the next-gen consoles have really skyrocketed. Unfortunately. Well, because PS5 got PS5 like lost, like went out of stock, and then Xbox. I'm not sure what's going on with them. Mm. Uh, it's mainly just prices and shit like that. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, uh, I've actually forgot. I forgot about this game because it's an underground game that I don't think many people know about. And YouTube can both feel free to look this up now. Um, it's on Steam. It's called The Store Is Closed. And it is a game. There's no release date on it. I just know it's coming soon, um, like maybe in 2024 or something. But like, it's essentially let me let me break down the plot for you. So essentially, you're stuck in an endless open world IKEA game. So you're stuck in an endless IKEA. It's like it's like well, maybe not endless. The thing of like endless like Minecraft. It's like super big, but it technically has a limit. So it's like you're in an IKEA, and then the lights the lights are on, obviously. And while the lights are on, you got to scavenge for resources. So you can break down chairs, tables and stuff to get wood. You can break down uh, couches to get fabric or something like that kind of stuff. And you can start, it's like Minecraft, you can craft stuff. But once the lights turn off, the assistants or like the, the people walking around, they start to get a little bit more hostile towards you. And they don't appreciate you staying overnight. Um, and uh, they kind of roam around. And apparently there's like this giant one that just roams around sometimes. And, like, it's super cool. You have to build a base. Sometimes you'll find, like, creepy mannequins that start to move. Ooh, really terrifying. Like, I, I hate mannequins already. You make a move and I'm out. So, like, it's it sounds really cool. I actually, I actually backed the project on Kickstarter because I think this has immense potential to be a really cool horror game. I forgot to mention that, but it's a horror game. I feel like you would know that. Um, yeah. But in case you didn't. Uh, but yeah, it's it's also co-op, so it's like Faz and uh, Devour and stuff like that. If you guys have followed my channel, I've played both of those already. So like, I can bring Johnny down the mix, I can bring Axel, or Noah, whoever wants to play the game. Uh, I don't know how much the game will be. I paid $60 on Kickstarter, because I got a, I, so I get a free copy of the game. And I think I got one for free as well, I can't remember. Um, but either way, if I get a free one, I'm definitely giving one to one of you guys, because I think playing with friends and seeing a giant... It's like an abomination creature. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a giant dude with like spikes on his face and on his arms. It's like really creepy. And just walk that around. I, I can't wait to just be like, all right, I'm out of this tree. And all of a sudden I just hear John scream like, ah! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, think it, I think it'd be so fun to just play that game. And it, it, like I said, it's a game that I can tell has immense potential if the creators do good with it. Um, but yeah, like look it up for yourself. It's on Steam right now. You can wish list it, um, I think. And uh, yeah, it's a Bro, really, yeah. it's a really cool looking game. Fair enough. I always get excited for new horror games because usually, at least in my opinion, with every new horror game that comes out, they usually try and add something different, which I always yeah. find pretty mm. cool. And with this, it sounds like they're going to try and do that. So I can't wait to see what they're going to add that could add to the genre even more because. 
I never realized it, but the horror game genre is always fucking expanding. Like, there's a lot more chance, like, making more horror games than anything. Yeah, and I like when developers put a spin on it, like you said. So, like, like you said, it's always changing. And, like, that's why I said, I can't remember what podcast episode it was. It was probably a controversial one. When I said that, like, I much prefer, oh, it was a Hills one, I think. I much prefer horror games from indie developers than, like, AAA developers. Because AAA developers don't get that things need to change. They always re- rinse and repeat the same thing over and over again. Indie developers like, you know, Ikea is scary in real life. Why not make an endless Ikea survival horror game? Who thinks of this stuff? Like, I wouldn't be able to. And, like, but someone did, and they're making a game out of it. And I think, like I said, as long as, again, to use this phrase, as long as it doesn't have the security breach effect, I think it could be, like, the biggest horror game of the year if they do it right, you know? Yeah. actually gotten and seen quite a few uh indie horror games i've even played a few and there were some where i was like how has this not been mentioned more or seen by a bigger community because some of the ones i've played they've been on the lower spectrum i haven't been recognized as much but some of them are really good i think if they get enough attention they could be like award-winning games Instead exactly. of the AAA shit you see, that's basically just Prince and repeat. Well, AAA stuff, I think John said this in a previous podcast episode, it's because people keep buying it. So they're essentially telling, the people that are buying it keep telling the developers, okay, this works. And so they follow it. So it's not essentially like they're making, the company's making a bad decision. They're just following what they know is correct based on what the sales are telling them. So I think it's actually the players that need to be like, no, we we want change. And if you like, like for example, Resident Evil, I have respect for that series because I think they do change things a couple times. Um, and I, I haven't tried the game, so I can't, you know, say a full opinion on anything. But it sounds like a couple games, it's just like it's rinse and repeat, just with a different story. And I don't feel like that works all the time. And so mm-hmm. players would put their foot down and say, hey, I want this some, something to change. Then I think they would, they'd be forced to change, you know. And I think that that could be better for the gaming industry. But they're, like John said before, they they keep buying it. And so they it's essentially showing them, hey, this works. Right. I think once gamers actually recognize that they have an impact on what AAA companies do, that's when gaming is hopefully going to get better. Because I think once that recognition comes through, they're going to be like, wow, we've been fucking ourselves over for a while. And we want something better. So hopefully they can at least on a white hot or something like that to just try and get better games. Mm-hmm. But would be cool to see a a triple A game company just go away from what they know and do something different. Well, I think the the way I see it, they're obviously not oh well. You can make an argument, but I, I, Mojang, for example, they're not a horror game developer or anything, but they've yeah. clearly shown that they can make things that are different within the same franchise. And they're AAA because they're owned by Microsoft. They have a lot of money. So I think it's like, if anything, they should be used as a role model. I mean, like, hey, Mojang can do it. Why can't we do it? You know, like just mm-hmm. change change things up. And I'm, I don't mean change the story. You already do that. Change everything. Change the mechanics. Change the functionality of the game. Change the way, it, uh, like change the way the story is told, or something. Make a new idea, like that kind of stuff. You know, don't just create a new story because then you're just reloading the same garbage and then putting a layer of frosting on top. That's not going to work. You know, 
And I mean, I've, well, I can't say it's not going to work because people keep buying it. But like, it's it, as a gamer who likes indie games more, I would slowly start to like AAA more if they did that. But I think indie developers just have more creativity inside of them that are well and that are also able to do it. Because um, like I said, the store is closed. That game, if they do it right, has massive potential. I, honestly, I think they I think they could be the best horror game of that year when it comes out. Like Faz, for example, that game was. Uh, it wasn't the best game of the year, but it was like third or something. And you'll notice if you search on Steam or like you search on the web or whatever, like ghost hunting horror games, uh, Faz was like one of the first ones. And then soon after, everyone's like, oh, people love ghost hunting. Let's make games about that. Um, so clearly there's like met, like YouTube has an algorithm. Technically, the gaming world has an algorithm. And mm-hmm. you just have to be willing to change, though, because if you can't change, then you're going to be left in the dust. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we could try and uh, get points for everyone. Uh, John, you got anything? Yeah, or you know, since, since this franchise was previously mentioned in in Ethan's uh, spiel, and I was, I was going to say rant, but I don't think that's the right word. Um, Resident Evil 4 remake. I know, you were just complaining about Resident Evil, but... Um, Resident Evil 4 is the first Resident Evil game I played, and I've played all of them, but a couple, and, and plus the side games. Um, Resident Evil 4 is, by fans, considered to be the peak of the series. Some may disagree with that. I think it d- needs a remake, though, because the original game's controls are just terrible. They're, they're the worst, and, and it makes sense, because it was a GameCube game. So, it uh, isn't exactly polished like many games these days. So, a remake, I think, is, is well-deserved. And I am very interested to play it because it was the... It's a remake of the first Resident Evil game I played that got me into challenge runs, really. Because I started doing challenge runs after that because I was just really bad at that game. And I ended up having to resort to like melee which the game's not built for melee it's built for shooting it's a i mean it's not a shooter per se but it's it's a big part of the game right so yeah that's that's the one i'm i'm looking forward to and it comes out like in a couple i think next month actually god you're fucking boring well you're uh (laughs) you're a bit rude I have a feeling as soon as I let you let, use that pass, you're going to be pretty fucking rude. I'm not going to take any points away. But uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I believe this is the last time as host I go, and then it's really just up to you two for the rest of the episode. Yep. Uh, so, for my last one, the game I'm really excited for is Street Fighter 6. Because I grew up with Street Fighter 3 and all the others. And for me at the time when I was a kid, those were some of my favorite games. Plus, it wasn't like Mortal Kombat where it was super boring and just grotesque. This was more kid-friendly at the time, which helped me into the uh, not being... It's us I scared to play a bloody and gory game. So Street Fire was just the ultimatum where I could play it 
You don't have to worry about blood or gore or anything like that. And overall, it was just fun. So I really can't wait to see how Street Fighter Six is going to do because I can't even remember the last time Capcom made a game. Capcom like, owns Resident Evil now. Oh. I'm sorry, I don't really follow Resident Evil all that fucking much. I'm just saying, you know, that's when they last made a game, Resident Evil. Which one, though? Uh, 8, I think was the most recent one. So that'd be Resident Evil Village? Yeah. Or whatever the fuck it's called? You know, I don't know community, but like, my goodness, if I... What's her name? Lady something? That tall lady. Whatever. Lady she was absolutely... Ev- yeah, she was everywhere, dude. She was everywhere. Yeah. Like, if you couldn't scroll one meter on YouTube or TikTok and not see her, it was, she was everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. I understand sort of the myth of why she was everywhere, but, like, what the hell? I, I, like, I, I only figured out, figured out, like, where she came from because... Finally, someone put a caption that said, like, what game she was from. Because mm-hmm. I the first, like, 10 I got were like, oh, look, at this. it's like an edit or whatever. Right. And, uh, and it was like a clip from the game, I think. And it's like, this doesn't, t- I don't play this game. I clearly don't play. Where is this from? Right. Uh, but finally, someone put on the caption Resident Evil 8 or whatever. Or it said Resident Evil Village playthrough or whatever. Um, it, was, it was actually a clip of Mark, like, simping over her. It was really funny. Yeah. yeah. I think what was funny about that was when the game first came out, Mark was playing it, and for the first part of the game where you don't see her at all, he was like, all right, good game. Then he saw her, and he just completely lost it. Like, okay, I didn't know you can make something like this. Holy shit. (laughs) I think he did it as mainly a meme, but it was really funny. But like I said, I mean... No, I think good things have come out of the Resident Evil community. I just haven't, I'm just not in it yet. So, I, like I said, I have a free copy of Resident Evil 4, I think, on my Oculus. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'll give it a try, definitely. Like I said, I'm, always, I'm open to trying new things. I just hope it doesn't crash and burn with the expectations that have been told from other people. Man. So, just have to hope for that. But it, it was Resident Evil 4 the game you were just talking about, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I've no, really built you know. it up for you to be disappointed, probably. <laughs> no, but I think I think you're doing the opposite. I think because like I don't trust people on the internet, but if I know someone that's played the game, they're like, "Hey, yeah, this is a pretty good game." But I would trust them more than I would trust some random person on the internet saying, "Oh, this game sucks. It's terrible." <laughs> yeah, I think it would actually help to Markiplier make even more of a meme of that game because like that game was a meme. Another meme well, that came from that was Markiplier saying, I'm not a masochist, but... Was... <laughs> uh, Is that where that came I'm from? I'm not a masochist. I feel like that's just like deeply ingrained in Markiplier's channel that it's like it's hard to pinpoint exactly where it came from. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he definitely does it as a meme, but mm-hmm. I think at this point, like, it's slowly starting to find out that maybe a little bit that but that's true. I'm pretty sure it's true. There's at least the evidence time... for it. Yeah. yeah. The, amount of... the amount of times I heard him say, I'm not a masochist, I swear, I counted. And I was just like, you know, a masochist would defend this pretty well. So what are you, what are you saying? You sure? 
Uh, you, you sure, bud? Is this yeah, He like I I forgot. I think it was in Unasan's video or whatever it was. But like I I didn't unfortunately didn't have time to watch every episode. But mm-hmm. one of the episodes I watched, like he almost tased himself for something. And it's yeah. like he's like, oh, I wonder how much this would hurt if I tased myself. And then immediately he turns to the camera and is like, don't worry, I'm not a mess. <laughs> like I I mess. had to laugh. Because <laughs> like that was really funny. I wonder how much this would hurt. Swear guy guys, I'm not a masochist. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm just curious. There's also another episode of Unisonis where he got pepper sprayed in the eyes willingly. Yeah, yeah. Not a masochist, guys, I swear, but I'm about to get pepper sprayed. Anyway, uh to get away from masochism and shit. <laughs> Ethan or John, with your boring ass, do you guys have anything? Hey, wait a minute. Ethan, I'm not calling you boring, I'm calling John yeah, boring. That, that's, that's, oh, okay. That's... Well, so I'll do my last one then. Um, there's, a game, there's another underground game that unless you're near the series or near the developers, you probably don't know about it. Uh, but there's this game that came out, I don't know what year it came out, but it was some. It was not too long ago. It's called Moving Out. It is a, it's a game made by the same developers that made Overcooked, if you guys are familiar with that franchise. Um, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's like you're moving things out of a you're moving things out of a house and into a truck, and you you can work with teammates, ragdoll physics, all that fun stuff. Um, and the first one I played, I haven't beat the first one at all. I don't even think I'm close. I think I'm at like five percent. But like <laughs> I've played the game so far, and it's really it's really fun. I I get infuriated at my player my teammates more than the game. Um, but I think if I were playing the game by myself or something, or with like people that I want to get frustrated with, I think I'd it'd be a better experience. Well, I guess I found out that moving out two is coming out. Is it this year? I think it's either this year or next year. Yeah, I think what? it's next year actually. Yeah, it's not this year. Um, but it's coming out on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, PS Five, Windows, uh, Xbox One. It's coming out on everything. So like, if you have some friends that you want to yell at for being idiots, then <laughs> play Moving Out. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good game. Uh, Team um, Seventeen, I think, is the people that made the game. I think they have awesome potential as a company. Um, I think they're indie right now. I think they could potentially become b- bigger later. Um, I didn't like Overcooked 1 in the way that, of the difficulty, but I've been told Overcooked 2 was better. And so I think they have massive potential. I think they, they're also a company that clearly learns from their mistakes. So maybe moving out 2 will have things that maybe moving out 1 didn't have or like the, that people got frustrated with. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've, I've been doing a series. I'm moving out already. Haven't continued it for a while, but we, we've, I've done it. And uh, yeah, it's it's really it's a really cool game so far. It's also another indie game that's like really fun, and I love ragdoll physics, love and hate, I guess. Um, and so if, like you're moving a box, you slap someone with a table, they'll they'll fall, they'll fly over. Uh, it's pretty funny. So it's it's you'll have a good time, I think. But like with that, we're moving out too, I think I'm going to be pretty excited for when that comes out. Right, right. Actually, I think I've heard about it from what I've seen as a sound and looked pretty fun. But I think I'll have to give it a shout. And if you well, watch Markiplier, you should watch his video on it. He made a video with Bob and Wade that uh, play, that he played it. So, and well, if you want to, I would, watch, I, I would watch them first and then decide if you want to play the game. Because I can't describe to you how like cool it is without like video or audio, right. uh, or the, well, just audio. Like, so I would watch someone else play it first and then decide. Because there's no story. There's not really a story to it. It's like you're you're part of a company, and that's really it. <laughs> there's not really mm-hmm. a story. So watching a video won't spoil anything. Or if you just want an excuse to call me a dumb fuck, well, there you go. Well, that would require you to play the game, John. Or no, I'm usually I'm usually insulting John. John so my instinct, my instinct is to insult John. I'm sorry. It's just a natural thing that happens. I'm sorry. You're okay, but plus five points. 
It's like the, it's like that Simpsons meme where it's like, Bart, no. It's like, what? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Force of habit. <laughs> Force of habit, yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, I'm, because me and John play a lot of horror games together, and there'll be, there'll be some times where he's just, like, standing around here or whatever, and I'm like, do you idiot! <laughs> like, are you just, fucking idiot, what are you doing? I'm, I'm just used to insulting John. It's just a thing that's that fair. just happens. Hey, it's alright. That's valid excuse. Five points. Five points. I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Or am I? I don't know. I, mean, I knew you were saying you're that. You're the host, so. Anyway, John, your boring ass turn is now. Alright. Well, um, there were a couple others that I thought of, but I did want to mention this one is there is upcoming game suicide squad kill the justice league i know many people don't care about dc right some people do i it's in the same universe as the arkham games so that's one part that i'm excited about is the continuing that universe but you're from the perspective of like a squad of villains basically and it seems from what i've 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 saw seen of it that the justice league or like batman all them people those characters they're they've gone evil and i've seen just one trailer and it shows like them at arkham asylum and they're like freaked out about batman and they're like it's it's, it's okay he doesn't kill people we'll be fine and then you see a corpse fly out off from ours off from the darkness and then batman jumps down and it's like huh maybe we won't be fine but also on top of that as an interesting concept the actor, the voice actor who plays, who play, who voiced Batman for so long, passed away recently, and this is his, the the last thing he will be voiced in, which I also feel like is interesting because, like, he's been Batman forever, you know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that because I, I, you know, I the only time I keep up with deaths is like if I'm in the community. I'm not, um a huge batman person mm-hmm. but like that that's that sucks because like for example that i had the same problem with uh the, the person for spongebob my childhood was solely spongebob i think uh and i curly but that was about it so but with spongebob when i found out he passed away i was really kind of upset because it's like well now anything that comes after it's not going to be the real thing anymore you know kids like kids today aren't going to grow up with spongebob with this with the voice actor that i grew up with you know mm-hmm. so yeah. definitely definitely a traumatizing moment because you don't know yeah. where the you don't know where the series would go after that. Like, what are they going to do? They're just going to find someone that can mimic it, but it's you know it's in your, deep in your heart. It's not going to be the same. Right. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel right now with uh, Rick and Morty. Not to get into what's happened with that, but um, I learned recently the voice actor that does the majority of the voices for the short show has been arrested, mm-hmm. which really sucks, and. Like you said, John, it's not going to be the same because it's like the same person voicing those characters after the show comes out more. So, really, it's just going to suck to see. Uh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to suck or be good, but it's definitely going to be different. Right. Now, was he arrested for a plausible reason or was he arrested on a false charge? He was arrested on several true reasons. Okay. Well, then we'll, I, I'll let the people just, uh, look that up for themselves then. Um, yeah, I'm not yeah, going into it. They're not yeah, that great. 
That sucks. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think it's about time we can wrap this up. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, who would like to know their points first? Oh, I already know. <laughs> no, I'm giving you guys the opportunity to pick who wants to know first. I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, I'll go first, I guess. All right, John. Let me do a quick total up real quick. All right, John. Mm. You have a astounding 15 points. Didn't really expect you to do that well, but, well, you did pretty good. All right. For once. Sorry. I like to fuck with you if you can't tell. Yeah, no, I, I think I could uh, just figure that out by now. Yeah. <laughs> you might be the winner. Let's see. Uh, Ethan, sorry to disappoint uh, you, but you did. That's so great, man. I mean, you were very talkative, uh, but you didn't put too much insight in. I'm really fucking with you. You won. You got 20 points. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, yeah, there's, there's no way in hell <laughs> like this. You're just like, oh, you, you didn't do that great. You talked most of the time, but you didn't do that great. That doesn't add up. Like you got two points. Yeah, <laughs> you got, you got two points. He gave me point five yeah. of a point for each game. I said, yeah. Well, actually, technically, John, you lost two. Uh, so technically, what? you're at thirteen. What? What? Why did I lose two? Because I think you need to learn a little lesson. What the the lesson is that you hate me and you want me to lose? I feel like that's the lesson you want me to learn. No, I'm fucking with you. It's your ball tax. Ah, I see. Yeah. I'm kidding. It's your ball tax. I, I'm no, kidding. Yeah, I gotta get myself a wig or something. Or a ball cap or something. Yeah. Man. The sun's rays are too powerful for our minuscule eyes. Yeah, or here's an idea. Wear a fucking wig or a hat. I, I just said that. <laughs> wear a beanie. Oh, well. Wear, wear an obnoxiously yellow beanie outside. <laughs> See how people look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, John, would you like to give a loser's speech? And Ethan, would you like to give a winner's speech before John? Or the opposite? I think I think the the loser should speak first, yeah. so we can go, so we can end up on a good note. Uh, everyone, everyone knows this is rigged. Uh, no one <laughs> always will make me lose. I don't think I've won a single episode that those hosted, and therefore, I don't accept this. Uh, Actually, I think you have a couple times. Not yeah. that many, so, but I think a couple. Actually, you won a couple. I think the trips one. I I'm pretty sure I didn't win the trips one. So. Uh, maybe hmm. No, I don't think you did, Ethan. Okay, so maybe yeah, one. So I think. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as for the winner's speech, you know, I gotta say, yeah. um, I think honestly, with all the games we said today, I think we're all hoping whether you're part of the communities or not. I think if we're all hoping these games live up to their expectations, right? Because we don't know what it's gonna be like until we play it. Like I, I keep mentioning it, I keep mentioning it because it was a problem. Security breach, right? That game looked so cool. Gimmick was cool. It was almost open world, right? And then it flopped right on its face. And so I just hope that the games we talked about today don't do that. You know, I don't care about Resident Evil right now. I don't care about uh, Suicide Squad or whatever. But John, I'm sure I'm sure is hoping that they don't flop, right? Because you don't want a game that you're looking forward to to suck, right? 
Yeah. So, you know, and same with Noah's games that he said. So I think that's kind of the plan. And we just hope that I highly doubt any of the creators are going to be listening to this. Um, but in case magically you are, uh, just, you know, be, make sure you are aware of what your spending is, because I think um, Security Breach didn't do too great on that. I think other games don't, didn't do quite good on that. So especially yeah. if you're an indie game developer and you have a Kickstarter, because apparently uh, Friday Night Funkin', do you, you guys know that game? I'm sure you do. Yeah, apparently they have a Kickstarter or they had a Kickstarter um, that like they, they raised like 10 times more than whatever their goal was. Mm. Wow. And apparently the people have not, the people on Kickstarter, you're supposed to post frequent updates, kind of like Patreon almost. Um, you're supposed to post frequent updates and apparently they haven't gotten updates for like months. So I'm just hoping so that, yeah, I'm just hoping that if you're doing a Kickstarter, make sure you know what you're doing. And uh, especially if the store is closed. That's one of that out of all the games I said today, that is definitely my most looked forward to one minecraft legends would be second but definitely that one because i just hope they do good with the money they got because i think they reached their goal as well um so yeah i just hope these games don't flop straight out of their face i think that's something we all hope for yep yep well with that guys uh give me one second and with that Thank you guys for listening. We hope we provoked a conversation and made you laugh along the way. This has been The Provokers with Ethan, John, and your host, Noah. Have a good day.